Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 108 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Oh, fudge. This is Chris. Oh, fudge. You should have done it in the uh, the Christmas story. Oh, fudge. I didn't want to waste too much time with my intro, but now, now we did we'll, anyway. Now I'm wasting more time on it. Chris, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm pretty good. How are, how are things going with uh, with the newborn baby? I would say great. He's a really good baby. That's awesome. Just, right? a, he's, just he's, a great baby. He's sleeping a lot, right? Mostly. Okay. A little bit of a s- sensitive tummy, perhaps. Do you think that's due to what uh, the mother is intaking? Uh, we're experimenting to see. What is a no? Like, you know for sure if your wife eats this, it uh, will result in that. Seemingly anything that contains tomatoes, like ketchup. Ooh. Or salsa. Or pizza. That would do it pasta sauce that'd be a no wow fortunately but unfortunately your wife is also uh i'm trying to think what's it called uh, gluten intolerant so it's not like pasta and pizza are frequent occurrences true well we found some really good gluten-free pizza so we do she does miss that i'm sure right that's true so everything's going well oh yeah Lucy's yep. adopted well with, or not adopted well but adapted well to him she's a great big sister that's doing great. a great job that's great so so chris so i have a surprise for you so I went back and I re-listened to the first episode that we did <laughs> after Lucy was born, and I uh, I looked at some things to see how much you've learned since uh, you know the time after having a baby, and I'm really curious to see how much you've grown. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm totally kidding. I didn't oh man, I, I was no. like I was waiting for what your question was going to be. No. no, I mean we know for a fact diapers six to ten, <laughs> yeah. definitely not fifty. <laughs> But uh, no, I'm really, I'm really happy for you guys. I'm really glad it's going well. I'm sure that transition was was very difficult going from one child, uh, yeah, for I two think, years I think to two. Going from one to two was pretty tough. Two for, I mean, I don't have any children to speak of, but I feel like two to three has to be much easier than going from I, one to two. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you have like your close knit family. It's just the three of you for that that time, and then you have the new one come in. And you. You want to welcome that child, but at the same time, you also want to yeah, sure. still pay the same attention to the firstborn. That and, you a, had. and a two-year-old like still needs a lot of attention. You're not like, you can't just like let them alone all day, right? Yeah, that's true. It's 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 like a full-time job. Yeah, like really just entertaining and playing and and doing whatever you have to do. And I'm actually technically back to work now. Work from still, home, still work from virtually, home. Yeah, but it's it's been tough to find eight hours of the day to work. Have any of your children attended any meetings without your uh, employers knowing? Uh, they usually know. <laughs> so I guess you have to have like a mic on and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Lucy will come in and sit on my lap. And she's really good, actually. But then she'll normally say hi. <laughs> she wants to wear my headphones. It's fine. She's good. It's great to have you back. Thanks. Yeah, actually, this uh, you had Mark for the last yeah, two. Yeah, we've, uh, we've had Mark on. Some great and, episodes. Uh, some, yeah. Some really well-thought-out yeah. discussion. I'm glad that... Uh, I have your approval. Oh yeah, it's better. Yeah. Th- he's better than me, out for sure. Every, everyone brings their own set of. Uh, <laughs> he knows more about Community because you've never watched Community. So uh, not true. I've seen like three episodes. Okay, I know that one meme where uh, the room's on fire and Donald Glover brings yes, the pizza in. That, that is true. That's that's a really good episode too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean everybody everybody brings their their set of skills. So, but it's it's great to have a whole a whole bunch of people that can add to the to the conversation. So speaking of which. Uh, Chris, we have a uh, review, oh. which will lead to our fictional background for said person. Oh. And this comes from user XOX Music Love XX. Okay. And the title of the review is Family Favorite, and the review reads as such. Who Would Win is an all-time favorite in my family. 
My siblings and I live in different states, but we all listen to the episodes and have our own debates afterward. The hosts are very thorough and entertaining to listen to. Highly recommend this podcast. Five stars. Really appreciate that. I'm like, I, I like to hear that there are some family members who listen to our show. That is really nice. And yeah. are able to kind of keep the conversation going and talk a little more uh, about it after the episode's over. Uh, so, so thank you uh, very, very much, XOX Music Love XX, uh, for that uh, review. And uh, at, at first, I wasn't sure what to go with, but I think it's fair to say that this person loves music. Why but, would you say that? It seems maybe when, like a stretch. When, from... when, when you're when you're looking at, looking at the title, it says music love. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking now the XOX and then XX. Yeah, I'm thinking you know it's kind of like hugs and kisses. Like they really really maybe. must like music. So I started thinking, music loves music, family. Then I'm like, what family? What is a family that is known for really really loving music? Now I think. Some might see this as a stretch, but I want to be honest with you. I think I hit the nail on the head right here with, with who this is. All right. When you think of musical family, who do you think of? Uh, the Osmonds. That's a good one. The Partridge family. That's another good one. The Jacksons. It's another great one. I had another one that stuck out in my mind. The, I don't know. The Von Trapp family. Oh wow, Steve! The Von Trapp family from uh, the the true Tr Von Trapp family that's uh, inspired the Sound of Music, uh, the film, and also the Broadway version. Um, so I did a little research, and there are still some Von Trapp children that are still alive. Where do they live now? That's the thing. So there is a Von Trapp uh, child. So this this is what how I should preface. So. Just like in the movie, there were children who were born to George or Jorge. Well, not Jorge. Whatever his name. What was the dad's name? Like, oh, Victor. It wasn't Victor. And I don't know what it was. It's um, <laughs> Gay Georg. That's what it was. What Ge was it? I, I, Georg. I knew it's like George. It's like okay. That's why I was it's thinking like a of Jorge. Weird, but okay. That's that's not the the Polish or the you know the Austrian version of uh, George. So Georg. And in the in the film and in real life. Uh, Georg had, I believe, seven children before he met Maria, the character that Julie Andrews plays in the film. After they got married, Georg and Julie Andrews together, or not Julie Andrews, but the character, Maria. Wait, are you saying that's based on a true story? It is. Even the part where she like flies with the umbrella and stuff? That's Mary Poppins. I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. That's gonna say you're really, you're really. Good. Did you know she's also the queen of a European country called Genovia? They were able to stay out of both world wars and the Iraq war. Good for them. Yeah. So, anywho, so she and Georg had three children in real life uh, later on after they got married. Um, one of which is a child named Eleanor Von Trapp, born May 14th, 1931, is still reportedly alive. Has not been announced anything has happened. Reportedly and alive. Just, I mean, as of now, her Wikipedia has not been updated saying that she has passed away. And she currently lives in Vermont. And there is another one called uh, named Johannes von Trapp living in Pennsylvania, separate states, right there. And there's also a third one named Rosemary Erin Trudis von Trapp, uh, and as of now is also alive. However, uh, there is no information that I can find about uh, their current living situation. So right there we have two family members from the von Trapp family, the famous von Trapp family singers, who are still alive living in separate states crazy musical family loves to debate it separate states it's the living children of the von trapp family it's okay. one of them now can i give you a fictional review first ever alternate opinion sure i, I have an, i have an alternate theory go ahead do you remember the letters that were surrounding their name xox music lover xx so if you remove music lover uh -huh. you're left with xox xx that's the name of a song by a Milwaukee-based indie rock quartet known, called The Whips. Okay. So maybe it's one of their members. So it might be. And so they're based in Milwaukee. Do they all, do they all live in Milwaukee? Well, this might, that might just be one of the people in that band, and then they uh, okay. have family in other states. Okay, I see what you're saying, too. All right, so that's the rebuttal. Should we just like throw away today's script and just do a who would win based on these two people? I <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. I think so here, here's the thing. 
uh, the band is made up of Ashley Smith, Christian Hansen, Tyler Chickerell, and Andy Morotek. We got to both take, we'll each take two. We'll start researching into them to see where their family lives. Perfect. And then how can we confirm the Von Trapps? Are there, is there information public? Can we call them and ask them? I don't see why not. Let's get a Pennsylvania phone book. All right. We're going to do a first ever <laughs> break and we're going to return after this uh, commercial and we're going to change the script. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, we're back. And that was a total that, failure. That was. You couldn't find anything. So when I called them, they hung they up. They were so mad. They were, they were like, they were screaming in German and some of it I understood. But the problem with German is that no matter what it, they're saying, it always sounds angry. So they could have been saying some really nice things. All right, now that we've offended but, offended the country of Germany, let's move on. That's right. So, Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Steve. So, uh, so thank you very much to uh, XOX Music Lover XX uh, for that very, very nice review. But thank you. It was very nice. Yes, it was a very nice review. Remember, if you'd like to have uh, your fictional background read on the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we would be happy to do that for you. Now, Chris, one last thing. We might we... not be happy if you only leave us a one or two star. We'll, we'll, we'll still st- do it. We'll still do it. Like that one guy, uh, Venom vs. Carnage. Yeah, I just can't promise happiness. I'm just no. saying that's an old, yeah, you can't we really sell angered, it that hard. We really angered that okay. guy. Uh, so, Chris, so I just want to do uh, go over one real quick thing uh, regarding the show going forward, and then uh, we'll get into today's episode. Sounds good. So, longtime listeners of the show would know that after every episode, we have a Twitter poll. And uh, some people have reached out, and they have expressed their dislike in how they can't... And their sadness. And their sadness, that they cannot vote for uh, older episodes that they listen to now, if they're joining in later on. Uh, Also, if they do not have a Twitter. Uh, And especially uh, because Twitter polls only last for seven days. That's it. After seven days, it's it's over. Um, So I've been thinking about what I wanted to do, and I think I finally figured something out. And it took some time. But I think it's something that hopefully people will appreciate. So from now on, in the bio of every single episode, there is going to be a link that you can click on that will take you to a pretty simple Google form where you can vote on who you think would win on that episode. And it's going to go on as long as I don't run out of Google (laughs) storage there. But uh, you can you can go ahead and vote, and you can also after you cast your vote, you can see click other responses, and you will be able to see how other listeners are also voting. So that way you can actually see what other people are saying as well. Now you might be saying, "Oh, that's great for current episodes," but what do I do about old episodes? So what you can do is you can go to whowouldwincast.com/vote, and if you were to go there, you will see uh, a list of every single episode that we have ever produced, all 108 episodes. And you're going to see the thumbnails for each of those episodes. And what you can do is you can click or tap, if you're doing it mobile, on that thumbnail. And it will then take you to the Google form for that episode. So if you listen to, let's see, let's look at a really what's, old what's one. What's that one with the planet picture? This is the, the galaxy? Wait, what's that one? That's when we did um, Best Star Wars Plans to Go on Vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so on the uh, app, or if you do this on on the mobile, or if you do it on the computer, when you hover your mouse over it, it will show. It should give you a little description of what that episode is. So that way, in case you're not familiar with what that episode was about, it will tell you. So you can uh, look at the thumbnail, you can click on it, and then it'll take you to, like I said, uh, the the Google form where you can vote uh, right there. And like I said, that way you can vote for older episodes uh, and you can also uh, see what other people are saying as well. So like I said, this is just our way of really getting listener engagement in regards to our polls and letting us know what you think. Uh, Just so that way, you know, we want everyone to feel like their voices are being heard, even though uh, if they're episodes from three, four years ago. So like I said, check out whowouldwincast.com slash vote. And you can see uh, all of the uh, old episodes where you can click on those in order to vote. And every new episode coming forward will just have the direct link for that episode in the in the description. Uh, I might I might do that for all the old episodes, but it's going to take a lot of time yeah. to go through each 107 uh, to do that. We can get one of our but interns to do it, maybe. Maybe one of our unpaid interns. We do have a lot of them. So, 
so that's what's going on. Uh, hopefully you guys like it. If you have any problems with it, let me know so that way I can I can address it and I can fix it. But and, and if you, if you're like a web developer and you think uh, Steve didn't do a good job because he's he's great, but he's also learning everything for the first time. I am. Make fun of him. Yeah, you know? just totally just go at him. Totally on just Twitter. go at it. Say just tell him with how all, bad with all it your is. spare time that I have. This is what I'm doing. That's that that's pretty sad, and that's all I have to show for it. That would be uh, constructive criticism at its finest. I would say. Really, really, really encouraging. I think you did a great job. I couldn't have done any better. Like, not even close. I think you could, though, because you're really good with computers. Mm, Not not that kind of stuff, though. I I couldn't make it look nice. No. Well, thanks. All right, Chris, you ready to get into today's episode? I am. All right, so please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email whowouldwincast at gmail.com, and also consider checking out our website, www.whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on iTunes so it helps us spread the word about our show, and you will get a shout-out live on an episode. Chris, what are we talking about today? Uh, One for the ages, the uh, battle of popular... Elves? Food food mascot groups. Who are are they who both? Are elves? Are they, both yours are elves. They I are elves. Sure I was, elves. So I wasn't sure if they were elves either. So until it I was will doing be some uh, the Keebler elves versus Snap Crackle and Pop. Rice Krispies. The Rice Krispies elves. It is it is uh, contractually obligated that after you say the word Snap Crackle Pop, you have to say Rice Krispies. Oh, okay. Just like I'm, I'll try to remember that for the rest of the. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard. What if I don't say them in order? What if I say Pop, pop. Crackle Snap? It doesn't work then. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, they, they would. They wouldn't pay you for your for the advertising there. Oh, I get paid if I do it. Yeah, that, this episode is sponsored by Kellogg's. Why didn't Keebler sponsor it? Because we couldn't get a hold of. Them. Oh, actually, I think I was reading in the background. Like, I think, uh, I think Keebler. I mean, I think Kellogg might have bought Keebler. They did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was looking that up. Somebody, I was, was kind of hoping that because I was just gonna like argue that I own you. And somebody you bought Keebler. Me. The history of Keebler's business was interesting. It was. It was recently, right? Like uh, a couple years or something. I can tell you exactly. Oh, maybe I can't. I can't find it. That's right. I mean, they were acquired by United Biscuits in 1974. That was a while ago. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad that we can agree on that. Oh, in 2001, they were acquired by the Kellogg Company. Do they still own them? No. In 2019, Kellogg sold it to Famous Amos. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't think Oh, no, they... I'm sorry. Wait. It sold, it sold its company and Famous Amos brands to Ferraro yes, SPA. Yes, that I did see. Okay. So that was super recently. That was very recent. So Kellogg used to own Keebler. Man, I was just—I I could have just pulled out like a contract, say I owe you, own you. You can't, you can't fight against me. That would have been a boring episode. It really would have, but it's okay. So this episode actually comes recommended from a listener of the show, Emily Castle. So thank you very much, Emily Castle, for suggesting this episode. And yeah, we're just gonna do uh, Snap Crackle Pop Rice Krispies uh, going against uh, <laughs> the going against the Keebler Elves. And um, the the way I'm kind of thinking of this is the Keebler elves are pretty stationary. I feel. I mean, they can walk. No, yes, they can walk. I'm I'm glad we can also agree on that fact as well. I I, I feel like the Keebler elves though are known for basically, um, they're not nomadic. Like they're known for being in their sure, tree around a, their tree. They live in a tree. They live they live in a tree. Correct. Where uh, Snap Crack and Pop really don't have one type of an environment that they're. They don't they're, live in a house. No, I mean, I guess they go to other people's houses. What? To, try, to try to get them to eat Rice Krispies. That's all. They, but what? Where do they sleep? That's the. They're kind of. I guess they're kind of like an elf on the shelf. Like they just kind of show up, and you're like, where, where they go? How they move? Why, why are they there? And then they show up, and they give you cereal. Uh, do you have any background for this? These claims, or are you just are you just guessing here? No, no. Because this is more interesting than the fight. What? That they, like, what? That they're like very nomadic. Yeah. Yeah. Do they like? Set I mean, up tents? Do they sleep in other people's houses? I mean, that I don't. I don't know about their sleeping arrangements. But if you look at every Keebler, like, like I feel like. If Why you, are you so worried about the fact that my elves live in a tree and so, yours don't? So what I was going to say <laughs> is that for this battle, I am going to. I, I feel like we should say that this is more of the uh, Snap Crackle Pop Rice Krispies trying to take over. Oh, the the trick. Sure, I mean you'll give me defensive advantage. I'll give sure. you defensive advantage. I'll give you home field advantage. Yeah, and you're only three people. What kind of siege are you going to put down? Oh well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll 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 get there. So so you have a little information on on the Keebler elves. Well, they have manufacturing all over the world: United States, Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia. Sold 
Keebler and Famous Amos brands to Ferraro SPA for $1.3 billion. It's not a bad uh, chunk of change. $1.3 billion? It's a lot of cookies. Yeah, but, like, that's not that much <laughs> when you think of, like, other big... Uh, like, Star Wars was 4.6, Lucasfilm. Uh, they got a they got a sweet deal. They yeah, actually they really did get a sweet deal on that. Yeah, four point six. If I had four point six billion dollars, I would have bought Star Wars, <laughs> and I would have made you would have made so much money. I would have made the movies different. <laughs> it's just printing money at that point. I mean, the toys are what really make the money. So all right, so 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 Keebler, you're led by your elves, which are like Ernie. Oh, you want me to talk about my elves? I mean, you I don't guess. Want me to give the company background. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's, I, I could bring I, I, in are the, are the companies a, fighting each other. A two hundred and fifty year old Godfrey Keebler. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, uh, led by Ernest J. Keebler, better known as Ernie. He's known to be the head elf and quote most friendly of the bunch. Oh, but I think that's only a front for like kind of like a like maybe like, like a dark a P, side, like, like a PR kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. like he's like the face of the organization, uh -huh. but like he doesn't get his hands dirty. He has like his other his other men to do that specifically. Right? Because if you if you start off with saying he's the most friendly elf, yeah, then everyone else is they they're dirty. So, so he has he has a couple henchmen. I'm gonna say okay. I, I'm I'm kind of trying to 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 lay some seeds in your mind that this is run like a mafia organization. <laughs> okay. All right. So so Elmer. Uh -huh. He's known as the Apprentice. Ooh, okay. So, uh, so, uh, so, so, could we? All right. So, could we say that Ernie is kind of like Palpatine? No. Wait. Why? Go ahead. Because he's like the face, and he's kind of like in control of everything. All right. And then you have the Apprentice. So, so Elmer could be like Darth Maul. <laughs> all right. See, I think I have a feeling your analogy is going to start to fall apart, but you can you can try to all hang right, on. All right, I'm just trying to make it make so, sense in my head. Elmer and hopefully the, the listeners, the apprentice. Too, he's he's like eager to make a name for himself in the elf world. Sounds like Darth and like Maul. he'll do whatever he has to do. Sounds like Darth Maul. Okay, sure. All right, all right. and then and Does then we he got... have a double bladed cookie. Um, With no, like but he has a fudge. he has a curl of red hair that looks like ice cream a little bit. Darth Maul has red tattoo skin. Sure. All right. Uh wait, if that's their tattoos, it's not tattoos. Okay, no, I just I just said that because it kind of looks like tattoos. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I thought it was like the way his skin looked. No, that's how the Zabraki people are. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's yeah. you know a topic for another day. Sure, that's fine. Sorry. All right, next we got buckets. Okay. The muscle, literally called the muscle. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Do you know how he got his nickname? Because he carried a lot of cookies. Close. Uh, he can he can put the uh, a, a full bucket of fudge on the on a cookie. Okay. An extra yeah, you see the commercials. Fudge buckets. They're, they're they're big fudge buckets. All right, so he's strong. Yep, that's the muscle. Okay. Then you got Fast Eddie. That's his real name. I'm not I'm not make changing his name to make it sound like he's in the <laughs> his mafia. Name the <laughs> his name is Fast Eddie. His his description is faster than the human eye. An elf of few words. Oh. Just ask him to bake anything, and before the sentence gets out of your mouth's mouth, he's already off doing it. Wow. Yeah, that is definitely mafia sounding. Yeah, so they're they're he's the, thinking they're like, ahead. He he he's he's anticipating what you're gonna say, <laughs> and he's he's fast. He's really and he's fast. fast. Yeah. So those three, um, Fast Eddie, Buckets, and Elmer, I think are like the three like top guys okay. of Ernie. Okay. And then like they have like some more like smaller smaller time people. Roger, he's the tallest elf. That's kind of what he's known for, just being tall. <laughs> okay. Um, legend has it his name came from saying Roger. How do mafia organizations demand loyalty? There you go. He's loyal. Okay, so 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 he said Roger. That was his yeah. response. So he's like a battle droid. So battle droids always say Roger, Roger. Oh, we're still doing this. Yeah, but okay. I, I couldn't think of anything for the other two. <laughs> so I was going to let it slide and then hope people just forgot. Okay. But now I'm kind of bringing it back. I still have no idea what the other guys are going to do. All right. What else does every mafia family have? Pizza. Uh, a matriarch. This family Ooh. is Ma. Ma. Okay. It's Ernie's mother. Okay. I, ooh, I actually never knew that Ernie had a canonical family. I'm pretty sure that's Ma. what she is. All right, so she's so she's she's the one. Basically, she's like the overseer, just watching everything happen. I think she's more like just like like in the background, like kind of like Ernie sitting around the table with talking to the other like cookie dons, and he's like just like mentions his ma's like making him cookies. Who are the other cookie dons? Like like Oreos? Yeah, they probably have one. I guess Chip Ahoy. Yeah, I would I would pay to to watch that. That'd be so cool. 
Uh, so then you get into kind of the more like weird family members that maybe like really aren't fully involved in the operation. So you got Leonardo and, and he's an artist. Makes sense. So he's probably taking advantage of like the family's money to just like go off and like do what he wants. He probably, he probably parties and just like paints and says he's an artist that type of deal. Uh, and then you got uh, Doc, the eldest, and he's very wise. Makes sense. I think Fist he actually title. is a doctor. Most of these guys, their their nicknames, pretty much pretty, who yeah. they are. Well, not this guy. This guy's name is Sam. He's, a, he's a, <laughs> that's pretty much all. <laughs> yeah, all, all, about. all right. He was in a commercial for Weedables, and he's named after uh, a Keebler Animation director named Sam Cornell. So, are you are you going to be relying on all of these elves, or well, are you just, just going to the... be? Just focusing on the main yeah, three. three. Yeah, I'm going to focus on them. Okay. But, like, I'm just saying there's a lot of underlings. Like, this is a, okay. right. this this, is a full this is criminal a full, organization. Right. There's a whole bureaucratic process. Allegedly here. criminal. Correct. I don't know. I'm no, not, not I don't have proof of any crimes. Right. right. We don't want to bring anything up. Although, Uh-oh. well, we'll get to that later. Oh, that video. Oh, but, yes, that's true. Okay. Uh, then, and then there's Elwood. He's a, he's a tween age elf. Okay. Just a kid in the family. And then you got Florence, who, uh, Believes in the power of baking each cookie and cracker with the loving care of tiny elfin hands. Oh, he really cares. Oh. Yeah, like I said, like he really cares. It's a she. He just wants a she. Sorry, Florence. Sorry, Florence. Really, she really cares about her craft. She just she, really wants to. She make does a actually. Yeah. She's like legit. But like at the top, I mean, there. It may really seems like the whole uh, Keebler Treehouse is like a money laundering front, <laughs> and she just like actually believes in the cookie making cause and she probably doesn't even know she about all the shit. No she's just there every day just making cookies. Yeah. Right. Until one day she's gonna watch like an HBO documentary about this. <laughs> exactly. The whole, whole Keebler uh organization. Yep. And uh she's gonna be really disappointed to see that that's what she was involved in her entire life. I think so. What would be the title of a Keebler HBO documentary? Kinda like McMillions. It would be uh Oh fudge. <laughs> yeah. what the fudge what the fudge I like it uh, what, what's one of their cookies like oops too much fudge <laughs> yeah because what, what's the it's EL fudge right is the then it's like the ELF yeah yeah, yeah. maybe yeah somewhat maybe a mnemonic device with the ELF possibly I was trying to get a list of all their cookies but uh, that's right I didn't find something good all right, Chris. Well, I'll get into uh, to my guys here. So I'm I'm going with Snap Crackle Pop Rice Krispies, who are the cartoon mascots for Kellogg's Rice Krispies, and uh, they are three brothers, and uh, their names are an onomatopoeia uh, based on uh, the sound that usually happens when you pour milk into a bowl of Rice Krispies. Are you a fan of Rice Krispies? I. I mean, when you made into Rice Krispie treats, for sure. I feel like that's how most people are. As a cereal, uh, it's not my go-to. Yeah, like I'll eat it. It's not my favorite. Not enough sugar for me. No, not enough sugar at all. No, I completely agree with that. Uh, so, uh, so like I said, so the, you got the three brothers there. Uh, so, Snap is the oldest brother, and he's known as the uh, problem solver. Crackle is the middle child. And he's known for being a comedic jokester. And Pop, who's the youngest, he is uh, quite mischievous, and he's always the center of attention. And uh, um, their early design was kind of like gnomes. They had like large noses, ears, and hats. But as time had gone on, they've kind of uh, adapted to the point where they are right now. Where if you watched their commercials or if you saw pictures of them, like you kind of mentioned, like you really wouldn't be able to know that they were elves uh, unless you, uh, you know, really knew it from just doing research. I kind of thought they were just kids. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just kind of like like teenage brothers, yeah. it seems. And but they do have the pointy ears, so that kind of kind of gives it away. Um, but one I don't thing, even see their ears in that picture. But it's if I if I may blow it up right here a little bit, you can kind of see like a if you're listening point. to the podcast, just listen really hard to exactly. see the picture. So there's a pointed ear. Which I don't clearly know. shows uh, that they are elves. I don't see it. Um, but they've had a lot of different voices over the years. And uh, the only one that I can re- really stands out to me, besides Frank Welker, who did Crackle for a while, is uh, Kel Mitchell is the current voice of Crackle. 
What? Go, yes. Good for you, Kel. And uh, there was a guy named Chris Evans who voiced Snap, but it's not Chris Evans. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, whoa. But no. It's, who, it's who's um, Frank Welker? Frank Welker, he did a bunch of voices on Transformers. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was Megatron. Oh, did he make the transforming yes. sound where they go, whoosh, 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 did he do that voice? No, what that was, that was Michael Bay uh, opening his bank account <laughs> uh, on the computer digitally, and he just held up his iPhone to it to record it. Wow. And, that, and that's how he did that. So smart. Yeah. But Frank Welker, he was uh, he was Megatron. Uh, he was like all other different types of uh, voices. He was the voice of Scooby-Doo. He was actually the voice of Scooby-Doo in the new one that just came out, which I'm sorry to hear that. But... Um, yeah, so that's so that's Snap Crackle Pop. So so Chris, so we'll say that you are in the treehouse, and I, I'm gonna say this is kind of like a border dispute, and I'm gonna say that Snap Crackle Pop they are interested in taking over taking the house. Over they, the treehouse, they want the treehouse because you know what, Snap Crackle Pop they stand for justice. They want the world. <laughs> they want they want all children and adults to enjoy. A healthy breakfast and live life um, in an appropriate and respectful manner. And they are getting word of what is going on in the treehouse, in the Keebler woods, if you will. And they want to they they want to take it down. So, are you, is Rice Krispies a help a healthy cereal? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I'll just trust you. Yes. I yes. mean, like we said, they don't seem to have enough sugar, so they must be healthy. They they have made uh, other ones that did. Like like Cocoa Krispies, the Chocolate Krispies. Um, they had like some berry, some berry type ones. Remember when they tried to make like Rice Krispie treat cereal? Yes. Did you like that? I did. I kind of did too, but like looking back, I bet it was weird. Anytime that was like, remember like Oreo cereal? Did you ever have those? Like I think it was called Oreos. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean that was literally just shrunken down <laughs> Oreo cookies in milk. Pretty much what Cookie Crisp is just cookies. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, so they they stand for health and nutrition, and they they're they're tired of. Have they ever like said that? Or are you just are you just reading into their one thing? No, in their in their commercials they say like it's part of a balanced breakfast, you know, like okay. like everybody says. But right. you know what? No, I just I, was looking for I, any like source justification no. that they actually yeah. care about that. No, I hear you. I mean, for all I know, they could just be like getting paid to like make their commercials. You think you think they're just promoting a cereal because they're being paid well, to it, so they're not I mean, telling the truth you were telling me that basically promoting that cereal is their entire life to the point that all they do is go into people's houses and try to get them to have rice krispies and then hopefully those people let them sleep there so i just want to point out right here that in 2010 the cal, cal company was found by the federal trade commission for making up substantial and misleading health claims <laughs> um some of these claims were now help support your child's immunity and has been improved to include antioxidants and nutrients that help your uh, your family needs to help them stay healthy. So, uh, okay, if we're if we're doing this before uh, 2010, it's it's looking really good for them. But they do have uh, rice and 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 uh, vitamin C and vitamin D and folic acid and all these other things that I I really don't know much about. But yeah, so 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 they're going they're going they're going to the tree. They're going to the tree, and that's right. and that's where this is going to um, go. The uh, let's see, um, the tall, the tall one who was Roger. Roger, Roger answers the door. Okay. Wait, do you knock at the door? What's what? You, are you going to come up and like try to talk first? Uh, yeah, I don't want I don't want to start off as being hostile. Okay, smart. Yeah. All right, so Roger answers the door. Are all three of you there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he says that uh, Ernie will will allow one of you to come in to meet with them to discuss to have their discussion. Okay. How do you want to? proceed okay i'm sending in snap all right okay who's the why is this who's the tall old one or something he's the leader okay yeah he, he's, he's the problem solver okay so he's gonna try to find a uh diplomatic solution all right so this. ernie's office is uh, up up the steps so you kind of go up a winding like wooden okay. tree steps okay and you're in his like small little office small wooden desk mm -hmm. he uh he offers you a cookie mm -hmm. chocolate chip yeah do you want it no Okay. I'm not saying Power I, I, move. I, 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 nice. I can't I can't take it off the bat right. Yeah, yet. he he was going to just like try to talk to you while you're eating the cookie as like to sh to like assert dominance. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So so it's important to to state that I have already come up with a plan with Crackle and Pop. 
Okay. That if I don't come out within five minutes, because I don't want this to go long, even if Ernie tries to prolong it, I'm not going to allow it because the more time he has to talk, he's going to think he has control of the conversation. Okay. So after five minutes of negotiations go south, I'm just going to walk out. If something happens where I don't walk out in five minutes, Crackle and Pop are going to know that they're um, going to have to initiate the next step in the plan because I'm either being held against my will or I am dead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the conversation is going. And I'm telling you that uh, you're you're gonna cease and desist right now. Operations of of the tree, and uh, your fudge cookies and your criminal enterprise. I know what you're up to, and I'm gonna I'll give you the option to walk away quietly, or this is gonna get bad, and I'm gonna report it to the authorities. You're gonna it's gonna be a whole legal process. Report, you don't want that in the news. Report what to the authorities? We're uh, just a, we're just a family cook, uh, you're, you're, cookie the, business. The, well, that's because I, I on my way in, you had that one girl that was there, and she was like, "Oh my god, I love my job." This oh, that's so Flo. Great. Yeah, that's she, Flo. Right. So she fully drank the Kool Aid because that's what she believes is going on. But I'm going to say, listen, I know exactly what's going on here with the money laundering. And how do you? What do you mean? You you can't possibly have any evidence of that. You don't think so? No. No, because we don't do that. That's crazy. You don't do that at all. No, we're just we're just trying to make cookies. <laughs> That's what you want me to think. Try one. They're really good. No, I'm not having one. It's, it's been three minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds. So I'm not... I'm not. Okay, look. You've kind of offended Ernie at this point. Like, you came into his treehouse. You accused him of all these crimes. Right. You threatened him, and you told him to step down and just... Hey, what do you want to even do with the... With I'm the not tr- trying to take control of it at all. Yeah. I, what I want it to happen is I want the the business to be turned over to the authorities and they're going to i want it shut down and 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 this is the thing though is like we're not even like um competing in the same industry here you know one's cereal and one is you know dessert goods so it's not that i'm trying to like destroy a competitor i'm just trying to do what's right for the food industry okay yeah it's been four minutes and 15 seconds all right uh I think at this point you've you've definitely offended him greatly, <laughs> but he's going to keep his cool and he's going to uh, he's going to say something along the lines of like, uh, "Well, I'm sorry we don't see eye to eye on this. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. What's okay. your name? Uh, Snap. 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 And then he, then he gestures you towards the door. Okay. And then he also like gestures towards the guy on his right. Buckets is right next to him. Uh huh. And he says, "Buckets, can you show uh, Mr. Snap here to the door?" Oh boy. So. So, and, and that's the interesting thing that's happened with that meeting is why Buckets is standing there. He's kind of standing there in the back, arms folded. It's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like he's he's there seeming as like a bodyguard, not really as a like vice president of sales or something along those lines. You know, it's it's something that would be very odd to have in just a random cookie making uh, company in a tree. If you say so. Yeah. So all right, so I'm, I'm so I'm out the door. I'm out. Well, sh- on the way out, so. buckets try like kind of tries to rough you up a little bit. Like he gives you like a shove. Okay. Like like not like anything that's gonna leave a mark, but just like to, he's a little rough. Okay. And so he I, says he says, hey, you you and your friends better get out of here. If uh, we see you around here, we're gonna put you in fudge. If you know what I mean. So so right then and there, uh, I take that as an act of war. An act of war? As an act of war. All right, I mean, it was it's, a it's, it's very, very, it was it, an overt threat. It's very aggressive. I mean, during the whole negotiation process, uh, Snap was very, he, he was very firm. He was very respectful, very peaceful, very I, upfront. I don't know if I'd say all those but, things were true. I mean, he wasn't violent at all. He wasn't violent, but you basically just walked in and, like, demanded someone, like, give up their 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 cookie business. I'm, I'm telling them to come, come clean for the for the good of the people. Okay. So... All right, so I so I come out and Crackle and Pop see that I was roughed up a little bit. They they see th- this really angers them too because they're like, our brother went in there, and this is what he went through, and and it's time. Which one is Snap? The yellow one. Snap is the yellow one. Yeah, right. Snap, and then Crackle is the red one, and the blue is Pop right there. So what's that? Is that like a um, ascot? It's kind of like a sh- like a chef. Uh, oh, gotcha. You know, it's called uh, a shako or toke toke tomtake tooks. Um, a know. chef's toke. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, plan of attack. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, but I'm gonna return. I'm gonna return in the middle of the night. All right. Okay. What we're gonna do to start off here is we're going to take uh, Rice Krispies and we're gonna pour them all around the tree. Okay. Okay. And we're gonna pour milk all over said Rice Krispies. All right. Okay. Now, I'm gonna take a little creative license here but not really in a way because when you pour milk over rice krispies you can clearly hear the snap crackle and pop sure right 
room's loud, TV on, you might have a hard time hearing it. But if it's in the middle of the night, we could assume maybe it's, it's much quieter, right? So you're gonna hear this really loud snap, crackle, pop, just going on outside the tree. And the Keebler elves are gonna wake up to this and they hear that and they start to think like, oh no, we've messed with the wrong people. And that snap, crackle, and pop leaving a message. That's kind of like their way of saying, we'll give you one more chance. We'll give you one more chance to come clean. We left, uh, we left our mark, if you will, of this Rice Krispie uh, <laughs> pile around the tree. The snap, crackle, pop sound going on all night to the point now where all the elves could not sleep. And they're all, they're all worried, like, what is our leader going to do? So if you, if you were Ernie in that situation... What would you do to either rally the troops or, you know, assure them that everything was going to be okay and this isn't something to worry about? What do, what do you think? A real quick off-topic question. Does sure. Snap, Crackle, and Pop have any, like, uh, racehorses they own or anything? No. All right, really just curious. Them. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that scene in The Godfather where they put the one guy's horse head in his oh, bed? Yeah. Oh. Well, we were going to do that, but you don't have any horses. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I got you. Uh, let's see. What else? I thought else... you were like insinuating that we're going to run away from the scene of the crime. No. Like uh, what else do you do? They hold dear. What do they love? <laughs> I don't know. They're just three goofy elf kids. So, you, so you're you, so you're going to try to make a, a statement back at them. Yeah, to say back off. To say back off. Okay. But I'm not sure what it could be because you you would apparently are just three possessionless nomads that only just I mean, that, go around that, to that's hawk rice krispies that's that's basically what we do that's basically what we do all right so uh i really need to find a list of some of the keebler cookies to see uh what i have to work with okay all right so i i have some thoughts of what they could what they could do okay um I think I think it starts with in, inviting you back to the treehouse. Okay. So are you extending a hand like this is negotiation time? Yes. Okay. Would you guys come? Are all three invited? Yes. Yes. All right. So so here's how here's how I'm just let me do my full let the right. situation right. play right. situation play out right. and then you can you can tell me all, okay. all okay. the stuff you want to counter right. me with. Sure. Cuz uh I I think they they definitely would have some like symbolic ways of of dealing with you. Okay. Okay, so Snap is the leader, and then it's Crackle Pop. Correct. All right, so um, uh, I think what happens is they invite you in under the guise of, like, negotiations, but they they have no plans for that. So I think as soon as you walk in the door, you kind of get surrounded by some of the some of the elf groups, like Buckets. Is his name Buckets? I forget his name already. The Muscle Guy. Yeah, I think it's Buckets. Buckets, Buckets is there. Yeah. Pastetti's there. Roger's there. One other random guy, just so we have a good outnumbering. And uh, you kind of walk in and you see uh, Ernie up on his balcony. Okay. And then he just goes, whoopsie, all fudge. And, like, Buckets takes this <laughs> boiling hot thing of fudge, pours it on Crackle. No! Just, just like, <sighs> scalding fudge all oh, over man. you. Oh, man. And then uh, someone, like, kind of pushes um, Pop. Like, um, let me pull up... Uh, well, I'll show you and then I'll describe it. Okay. So you you know how EL fudge cookies, um, the the crackers are like look like an elf yes. drawing. Yes. So um, that are they, you are you gonna put him in carbonite? Yeah. Chocolate, yeah they, 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 it looks like it looks like a carbonite elf. Oh no. So they kind of like push him into this chamber that like sandwiches him. <laughs> no. And like squishes him and makes his outline on an EL fudge oh, cookie. Oh man. So just snap. Well, so then they okay. let snap go because. They this, just this, is, to sh this is this is them sending their message yeah. like leave us alone. It was a little more than a message to be honest, but like okay. now it's like now don't I, mess with us. Now I will say the way that you're reacting definitely is guilty. Like yeah, these like these are crimes. Like well, well not even just that, but <laughs> if you were innocent and not like money laundering or doing anything, like I feel like you would just be like, yo, dude, like we're really not doing anything. Oh yeah, well we we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh cool, cool. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so so this is what I would say, and I'm really taking. Oh, wait, wait. They'll oh. say they'll say one thing when you leave. They'll say, uh, "Have or uh, okay, don't mind. Let me work on this." <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was gonna try to work another cookie into like a a catchphrase, but I realized it doesn't it, make it sense. Doesn't, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Uh, all right, so so I'm gonna take a little uh, creative. I got it. Okay, wait. Here. Before they <laughs> before they pushed him into the cookie press, they said, 
Sweet coconut dreams. <laughs> coconut dreams is one of their cookies. Trademark. That's good. That's good. So I'm going to take a little uh, creative artistic license here. So in some of the uh, Rice Krispie commercials, Snap Crack on Pop kind of Rice Krispies. Thank you. They can act like um, like kind of like fairies, elves essentially, where they can do like like some magic things with like the milk and like the cereal to like get it uh, presented to the the child mostly in all the commercials to, to eat. So I'm not going to argue that they can just do any kind of magic. But I have been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. For the first time. And I am going to say that Snap, Crackle, and Pop have the ability to bend milk. They are milk benders. Okay? So, <laughs> so, so, that, so that, that night when I poured the Rice Krispies all around the house, the, they bended the milk over there to, to drop it and make that uh, you know, Snap, Crackle, Pop sound. Now... Milk is in fudge. No matter what the, the temperature is, it is located in fudge. So what I would say is when you drop that boiling pot of fudge down onto crackle, what I would say is while it's going down, snap and pop would use their milk bending abilities to move the fudge away and off of crackle. That way he wouldn't be uh, he wouldn't be harmed by that and since that didn't happen then uh pop would not be led into the uh, the fudge carbonite chamber and then be taken to um pizza the hut later on <laughs> um yeah i know chris it sounds it sounds crazy but i think uh based on the commercials and some of the things that they can do i think it seems uh pretty evident that they have some kind of mystic way uh with with milk and I've really just been enjoying Avatar, and I really wanted to kind of throw that in this episode somehow. Wow. All right. I, I wish there was a way in the uh, Twitter poll, on the polls, that we could put in parentheses. Just so you're aware, Steve argued that Snap, Crackle, and Pop are milk benders. Consider that when you vote. I'll put that so in the poll. So people can decide. That. Maybe you swayed yeah. people. Yeah, I'll put that in Maybe the poll. it seems like, you know, kind of a, a last-ditch Hail Mary stretch. Oh, I haven't even gotten to that point yet. Oh, really? Oh, no. Not at all. Um, that was my plan A, milk bending. Oh, wow. Okay. I've been thinking about that all day. When we decided that's <laughs> what we were going to talk about today, I was like, all right, milk bending. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll just get right into my last ditch plan. Okay. And then you can do yours. Okay, great. All right. So uh, are you familiar with the Adult Swim show Robot Chicken? It's fantastic. So uh, agreed. They actually have done at least at least one, I believe, more than one mm -hmm. uh, Keebler Elf related sketches, which are brilliant. Yes, and there's one where the Keebler Elves are in their treehouse making cookies. Mm -hmm. They hear a sound in the distance. Cookie. Yes, cookie. it's the Cookie Monster, and he's giant. He's, well, or unless the elves are just small. I mean, they're small. He's big, so it's like I think it just works together. He's much bigger than them, <laughs> and he, he is like the size of a large tree, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. scales don't really make sense, to be honest. In the in the in that particular correct, cartoon. yeah, because he's like the size of their tree. Yeah, but they're also like pretty big compared to the tree. It's just it, it does. Yeah. You can't it, think too much in no, that. No, you can't. So, uh, in response to this this uh, incoming attack. They all arm themselves with spears and armor. Bow and arrows. Bow and arrows. And they start, yeah. they shoot some bow and arrows into him. Yeah. Um, I believe the elf Fast Eddie, it's either Fast Eddie or um, the one who's the apprentice. And I forget his name. The Darth Maul one. The Darth Maul one. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Uh, slides down the staircase on like. A oh, kind of like a Legolas style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. he's on like Legolas. He slides down a cookie shooting arrows. Then they uh, throw a grapple hook into his mouth and force feed him cookies until he explodes. Yeah, that was that was very so, graphic. Like they displayed like a, a high level of like military tactics and working together and yeah. like you know having weapons. They they were ready for a fight. Yeah, that's so true. So if that's if true. we could take that as canon, okay, then they uh, they, they are they are fully fair. trained and armed okay. in the treehouse. Okay, so so this is where I go to to Plan B. Sure. So I can't wait. When I think of uh, Rice Krispie Treats, mm -hmm. I also think of Pop Rocks, because I feel like they're kind of similar in both. They're probably both full of sugar, and they make crackling sounds, but they're not owned by the same company, so I'm like, that, that has like nothing to do with it. But there were Rice Krispie boxes that came with Pop Rocks as prizes on the inside. So I'm going to say that Snap, Crack, and Pop do have access to Pop Rocks. 
Okay. Okay. And uh, what they're going to do is they're going to basically like ger- uh, like grenade throw pop rocks into the uh, into the tree. And I feel like it's safe to assume. I mean, like milk bending. They're going to milk bend right there uh, with the pop rocks, and that's going to cause some uh, pop, snap, crackle, pop sounds, kind of like explosions going on inside uh, inside the tree. And since so, so we we we've kind of established that they're they're tiny, they're tiny elves. You know, they're small. And, like, yes. and how small? It's kind of up. It's up to debate. Are mm. they are they microscopic? <laughs> are they whatever? But I feel like if this sound is going on, like this could be like flashbangs to them. And this could be really loud, affecting them, and it could really be. Um, well, I mean, I would harming. assume they're similar in size to Snap, Crackle, and Pop. We're all elves. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But I'm, but, so but are, I'm, I'm are, gonna say, Snap, are the crackle, Pop Rocks very big? You're saying they could. Uh, it could be big. The it fact be, that you it could be ins- just a ton of them, you okay. know, and it just has all that cr- like the really the really loud ones going okay. on. Um, yes, yeah, so that that's Plan B. That's Plan B. I'm where I'm I'm open to packs of these old. Uh, you know, prizes that came with the Rice Krispie treats. And is that all? Or is there, is there, is there a step two to this plan? So that is like to disorient you. Yeah, sure. Like you said, like a flashbang. Right, like a flashbang. Or just a bang. Or a bang, yeah. Not much uh, flash. Yeah, there's no flash really. Um, unless like the, the bright colors reflected <laughs> off the, the little, you know, rock piece. Um, so why, like, while you guys are disoriented, that's when we go in. And the and, and Snapcrack and Pop, they're playing this kind of like a game of chess. They're going for the queen, uh, which is... Um, which is Ernest? Which is Ernest? Ernie? Which is Ernie? Ernest? Correct, Ernie. And the and the king is his mother, really. So if we can get rid of the queen, who's basically yeah, the most powerful. No, right. Ma's just a figurehead. She doesn't actually have real power in the right. But, but just like the king, the king really in chess has no power whatsoever. The queen is really what holds all the power, which is Ernie. Yeah. So if I can get rid of Ernie, oh, you're going for Ernie. I'm going oh, for okay, Ernie. Yeah. Correct. But once I get rid of Ernie. All that's left is, is Ma, and I'm going to have her in checkmate, and she's not going to be going anywhere. I, and I then see. I sign my deal with HBO, and then we make our documentary. So I don't know if Ernie's going to be as much of a pushover as you think. Uh, according to his Twitter account, he can stir fudge for 24 hours. Yeah, I did see that. He, but it also looked like he was asleep. In <laughs> it did look like he was he, asleep. He was, he was quite. He was quite tired. But he must be super strong if he can stir a giant pot of fudge for 24 hours, even now, in his sleep. Now, what's fair, I think we need to put out, is if you were to watch that gif, yes, he for 24 hours straight, he, he is stirring that fudge. However, it is a gif. So I feel like that's kind of false advertisement that he is doing that for 24 hours You think hours he straight. lied on his Twitter? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I guess he could do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. You I don't know. know I was taking that, that. I was taking that as canon that he stirred fudge for twenty four hours, but really, he only claimed he stirred fudge for twenty four hours. <laughs> now, does it say our fudge is stirred for twenty four hours, or does it actually absolutely claim that Ernie is the one stirring it for twenty four oh hours? Uh, I mean, ooh, because because if it is just being stirred for twenty four hours, that could be that could be anybody. I mean, the you know, picture, they could, they could the take picture, shifts. The picture clearly showed Ernie stirring it. So, I mean. Unless you're saying it was it was like purposely misleading, oh, absolutely. All right, well, maybe I wouldn't put it past him. Okay, I mean he he hasn't really been trustworthy thus far during this whole scenario here. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's clearly him stirring it. He does say we stir our rich chocolatey fudge. Uh, for there we go. Hours. We. He's not saying I. Oh, he's not man. saying Ernie. They definitely take shifts, take, and it's probably like it's probably like fifteen minute shifts. I don't think they're doing it much longer than that. All right, fine. So I'm sorry to say that. I mean, it's still look. Look at how thick that fudge is, though. He's stirring that like, like it's it really like is. it's water. Yeah, that, that is true. If it was real fudge, though, it would be like leaving a residue on the spoon, and it's not whatsoever. Wow. So you're just saying he totally faked this Absolutely. Twitter picture? Absolutely. So, so that would be Plan B. So, flashbang, uh, with the the pop rocks that came in the Rice Krispie package. Go take out Ernie, the queen, and then go capture uh, the king, which is Ma. The criminal enterprise is over. Uh, the, everyone's going to have to come to the realization that it's it's done, and that one girl is going to have her mind blown when she finds out that this is all. How how are you like actually taking out Ernie? Like, just because I want to hear you say how these three little elves are going to do it. So when I, when I say take out Ernie, it could be it could be it could be murder. Uh, like like a like an assassination. Oh, you can just like whack like him with spoons. Um, they 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 could they could hit him with with spoons. 
But I think I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna hear what happened to Cookie Monster, and they're gonna think that what happened to Cookie Monster was uh, a tragedy. And I think what they're gonna do is they're going to fill, <laughs> they're gonna fill Ernie with Rice Krispies. Oh, are they're they gonna just... have a catchphrase when they do it? Like get double stuffed. Uh, that, that's Nabisco. They actually have one as well. Uh, well oh, there, oh, there we go. Oh, okay, good. They perfect. just spell it differently. Different. They don't have. Is it one F or two F? It's two F. It's spelled correctly. So there you go. So that's how Nabisco got around that there. So, so they're going to stuff Ernie filled with Rice Krispies, just like they stuffed Cookie Monster with Eol Fudge cookies to kind of get back at him. And then what they're going to do is they're going to milk bend. <laughs> <laughs> milk into it into his body and his body's gonna be filled so filled with rice krispies and all that milk is gonna be in there and they're going to his body is basically going to uh snap crackle and pop from the inside and it's gonna cause an explosion now i have no scientific uh basis off this fact i've never eaten that much no um, i'm rice krispies i'm pretty sure that would happen but i'm i'm pr- i mean you know You've seen, like, the Pop Rocks videos, if you have Pop Rocks and, uh, you know, like, Coca-Cola or something. I know, like, Mythbusters did uh, an episode on that, and they completely disproved it. But that's that's basically what would what would be going on. So I haven't even gotten to Plan C yet. And I actually oh haven't even gotten goodness. to Plan D yet. Oh, wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to speed through it here, okay? So Plan C is calling in the fourth brother. You should have just done that earlier. No, nah, I wanted to save it because I wasn't sure if, if I was really allowed to. Oh, I mean, I so, have like 10 elves. So that's so. did you know there was a fourth brother? No. Yeah, so there's a fourth brother, and his name is Pow. Oh, so you should have let me guess. I wouldn't have guessed that. Snap, Crackle, Pop, I was say zing. and Pow. Yeah, not 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 that. So uh, so Pow was a brother. But actually, no, he's not even really a brother. He's like an adopted brother because he's human. He's not an elf. He's oh. more of an adopted brother. And he was a, a, a man. It was during the 50s, so it was kind of during, like, the space race time. And he was in a spaceship, and he had a spaceship that he could use to travel all around the world to deliver cereal to children. And he is named Pow because he has the power of Rice Krispies. The power of Rice Krispies. Yeah. I have so many questions about this. <laughs> Can you just quickly repeat that? Because honestly, there were so many things in there. He has this, he's a human. He's a human. And what's his relationship with Snap, Crackle, and Pop? He is like an adopted brother. Like, so they like, they hang out? They hang out. He only hung out for a little bit though, because he was only in it for like a couple uh, commercials in the 50s. And he uses a spaceship. He has a spaceship. He's an astronaut. To deliver. To deliver Rice Krispies to children around the world. Does that, that seems inefficient. Why doesn't he just use an airplane? Because it was during the space race, and he's an astronaut, and it was more uh, cool. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But does so, he drop them from the spaceship, or does he like? Yes, he drops them. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. he drops. Kind of, kind of like the, the the beam goes down. He delivers it kind of that way. Wow. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so the reason I really didn't want to use him at first is because he's he hasn't been around that you know yeah. 70, 70 years, eighty years. Um, so I didn't really you know think it was you know that into it, but it was kind of. I thought it was kind of so interesting. What, to what do the power of Rice Krispies give him? That's what I feel like is open to interpretation. <laughs> I feel like you could write a doctorate thesis about that question. What is the power of Rice Krispies? Well, one for one, snap, crackling, and popping. And pow? Well, like that's... is it like is it like a pow? You know, like you know, you think like sixties Batman, like when he punches, you go pow. You know, so does he have that pow, that power to deliver? You know the final blow, the final punch to uh, to to Ernie. Oh wow! Possibly. When they were in the commercial, did you see any of the commercials? I did. Is he like way bigger than them, or is he the same size? He's no, he's the same size, but he he's just like he's a little taller, but he's pretty much on the same scale. Okay. Yeah, I'll put a link for that uh, in the episode in case anyone wants to see that, and I'll also put a link of the robot chicken uh, in there also. Perfect. Um, so that's my plan C. All right. He's calling on Pow, uh, being like, hey, we haven't talked in like 60 years. Like, <laughs> how you been? Didn't see you at Christmas. Uh, can you come in? Help us take out this uh, this Don of the uh, E.L. Fudge uh, Corporation here. And he would help because he has the power of Rice Krispies. Correct. So so he has a common 
uh, bond with uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, even though they haven't spoken for a long time. Yeah, sure. So he would understand what they're trying to do, which is to rid the world of evil. Uh, that's a fact, not an opinion. And uh, they're, uh, he, he sees that they're trying to spread the goodness of Rice Krispies. So that's what he would he would uh, bond with them on. Now, my last my would last he, plan. Would he use his spaceship? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just wondering. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he could. If use you it. have a spaceship, I'd use it all the time. Right. Yeah. I mean, he could. He could use. I mean, if we're able to get to a point where, if he can, you know, drop milk and cereal down, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming he could oh, bring wow. things up. So he could use that to kidnap uh, Ernie. Wow. Or or Ma and, and have her. Yeah. That way. That way you have him. So my last my last idea. This is this is just for fun. This isn't what would happen. But I'm kind of thinking of like a shared universe Avengers kind of going on. So I looked at some of the other uh, cereal that Kellogg's owns. So I'm thinking of what other mascots we could bring in to possibly help Snap, Crackle, and Pop. And we got some good ones. Uh, we got Applejacks. So we get that like kind of weird like apple guy. Oh, that guy's crazy. Yeah, that guy's insane. So having him on their wanna, team. He's a wild card. He is, but I feel like he could definitely help us if it's. He's kind of like the Hulk. Like if we get him on the right day, he would definitely help us out. Um, we also get cornflakes, so we get that um, the peacock that is the uh, the mascot of cornflakes. He seems like a wimp. I don't think he could help you fight. He he might not, but he could like show his feathers and kind of cause a distraction. He would just strut around. Yeah, yeah he would. Um, so I also uh, get uh, frosted flakes. So I got Tony, oh, I got Tony the Tiger yeah. right there. Yep. I have Fruit Loops, so I have Toucan Sam. Uh, I also have uh, what was the other one I saw? Oh, I got Raisin Bran. So the Raisin Bran Sun, which is uh, you know he's that I mean that's the sun right there. We got a Firebender now, so he's he's on our he's on our side. Um, so and then we also have like some. Uh, license deals with Spider-Man, SpongeBob. I mean, that, that might be hard to do, but if we could do like an Avengers-style <laughs> team-up of all the uh, Kellogg's uh, cereal uh, mascots, I think I think we could really accomplish something. Kellogg there should really make out. that. That would be that would be very interesting. They're 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 missing out. I think I think that could be the new MCU or the new uh, DCEU. KCU. So the KCU. The Kellogg cereal universe. I think it's perfect. I love it. So anywho. So, so that's what I got right there. So, um, anything you want to add for your arguments? Anything? Pretty, so, no. I mean, I guess we'll see. So, people, people are going to have to really decide. Do you think Snap Crackle Pop could I, milk bend? Sure. I mean, and that's like, that's that's, that's kind of like the deciding. If you if you think they can milk bend, then I feel like my argument's straightforward. But if you if you don't, then I'm then I'm you're screwed. just you're just three kids up against like a mafia family. Right. It's going to be tough for them. But I mean, with your with your resources and your deep connections and your uh, ability to defend your home from foreign invasions, uh, that that could definitely definitely help you out. That's what I'm banking on. Steve. So we'll have to see what people people decide. So I have a quick fun fact I want to add right here. Oh, I can't uh, wait! Before we head out, so uh, when I was doing some research, I found that other countries have different names oh. for Snap Crack on Pop. So uh, in Danish, it's Piff Paff Puff. Uh, which is pretty similar to uh, Swedish, except there's just one extra F. So I don't know if it's piff, puff, puff. Uh, German. Uh, I'm I'm assuming no one German is listening to this because I've already pissed them off. Mm, in this yeah, episode. You were pretty mean. But in case you're still listening, it's uh, knisper, knasper, and knusper. Uh, Spanish is pim pam pum. Finnish is ricks racks pox. French is crick crack crock. Dutch is piff paff puff. And uh, Afrikaans is knap knitter knack. And Belgian is just Poos Pass. Only two. Oh, only two. Only two, not three. How do they make those commercials? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to see That's if I can find anything like that. fascinating thing I learned in this whole episode. <laughs> not that uh, Snapchat could possibly milk that. <laughs> no, that no, in Belgium, they only have two words for it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah, maybe two of them are pretty much like the same thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know. So anyway, so that's what we have uh, for today's episode. We hope that you all enjoyed it. So remember... Uh, we're we're not even gonna do Twitter polls anymore, just because. I was gonna ask you that, like, yeah. what's the definitive? Yeah, winner? we just we just won't do Twitter polls anymore. But I'm gonna uh, do my best so that way uh, the site uh, whowouldwincast.com/slash/vote that link is out there for everybody to see, so that way you have no problem getting to it. Like I said, the poll for this episode of um, the Keebler Elves versus Snap Crackle Pop, that poll 
link will be in the description. So you can just click on it when you're done listening and that'll take you right to it. Uh, and like I said, if you go to that website, whobincast.com slash vote, you can, uh, it, the, this one will also be on there, uh, but you could also click on any other ones that, that you may see. Uh, and like I said, if you have any problems with it, please uh, email me or let me know so that way I can uh, fix it. But I've gone through most of them and they, they seem they seem pretty good. But uh, that's all that's all we got. Chris, anything you want to add before we head out today? Um, no, I have nothing to add. I, I You've really taught me a lot about Snap, Crackle, and Pop, Rice Krispies. Um, I, I didn't think you'd have all that, that, that stuff to argue with, honestly. I was uh, really thinking it over today. Why we went for that bike ride earlier, and I was, like, really quiet the whole time, that's because I was really going through my mind of just how can I destroy him with these three, these three elves. And one human. Maybe. And one human astronaut from the 50s who's <laughs> estranged and hasn't talked to his family in 60 years. But uh, but no, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be up to the, the listeners to, to see what they think. I'm really curious to see how this goes. Please remember, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email, whowouldwincast at gmail.com. And also consider checking out our website, www.whowouldwincast.com. Please remember, as always, you can subscribe, follow, and rate. And please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.